Millennial Podcast. We're back in our super <laughs> average looking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you edit or what you don't, but Adam and I record this over Zoom. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Zoom. Now, always- <laughs> what's the other what's the other video sharing app that a lot of people use? Um, there's Microsoft Teams, there's uh Skype. Cisco, Skype. Like I think there's a way that I can feel like I don't have any makeup on and I'm just feeling a little subconscious about it. So as Adam and I, before we were connecting, I'm like, how do I do that filter where it looks like, you know, I'm Kim Kardashian or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're looking looking for Kardashian U app. I think so. Maybe we should start that. (laughs) It's been a morning. It's been a morning. It's been a morning. Week two of school now, right? Well, I'm a little torqued off. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Is this because they sent your kids back for two days and they had, then they had four days off? Yes. So it's like so crazy to me. The first day, the first week back, it's three days. Okay. Right. And <laughs> it's like they go back on a Tuesday. Like, I don't know why. Like, what? So they go back on a Tuesday and then they're there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because Friday kicks off the long holiday weekend. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but- But then they've got, so you get them all back in the routine of getting to bed. You know, you get them all sleep trained and everything. (laughs) I mean, not really. (laughs) And then it just, and then they're on this weekend and they're like hanging out. Oh, by the way, last weekend was a soccer tournament. On Labor Day weekend? Yeah, it was the first ever Labor Day weekend held in our community. So my two girls were in it, my two nephews. So it was kind of fun because my whole family was like just going from field to field, like watching everybody and cheering everybody Aww. on. And that was kind of fun, but it was like literally the whole weekend. <laughs> <sighs> so um, I got a little peopled out by Monday. <laughs> then the kids go back to school. Um, yes, yeah, what's today? Wednesday. Yesterday, they go back to school on Tuesday and then they'll have four days. And then I just heard next week. I'm like, full, full week, baby, full week. <laughs> And Fridays is Dave's and my date day. Cause that's his day off of work. So we always go out for lunch. Oh no. The kids have a half day. <laughs> yeah. What, what? For what? It's literally, it's literally four weeks into school before they go an entire week. Oh my goodness. I was homeschooled sixth through 12th grade. I still wasn't home this much. <laughs> Your poor mother. <laughs> She's a saint. <laughs> after coming through 18 months of, or I know we're in, still in the process of it. After 18 months of COVID, there's no way. No way. <laughs> even a half day is too much at this point. Yeah. We, there's we no homeschooling happening. I don't even care if you're not learning anything. Just get out of my house. Please. 
you want Uncle Adam to come over with his books from 2005 and start doing some math lessons? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I really just don't. Not at all. Man, well, too bad U of M doesn't have some kind of like come visit for the week study program for all your oh, kids. Man. And then they used to, they used to have siblings weekend and it was a very big deal. But then with COVID, then that got canceled. Ooh. So yada, yada. Ooh. Boo. That's the worst. I do feel like nowadays, even if it was a regular school year, kids have more time off than ever, which I'm all about because I was a kid at the time. But <laughs> I feel like it's every week there's something. There's yeah. something going on. It's like we're getting new ravioli day for lunch. Day off from school. So we have time to restock. You're you're claiming this because you have all this experience because you know your brothers go to school. <laughs> that's right. That's right. My kids don't get ravioli day off. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's like, I don't think that happened in my school 40 years ago, even. <laughs> What's that about? Oh, things are just different. Things are just different. It's know. true. It's true. And then I saw for Zoom that they're doing like free accounts for anybody in case they have to go virtual again. So I'm praying for students that doesn't what? happen. I'm Where did you hear that? From Zoom. <laughs> We're besties. Man. So they texted me about it. No, I get an email through the account we do. and But I, nothing nothing in our area I've heard. Nothing in our area. I just, I think it's nationwide somewhere, you know, isolated places. So as of now, so don't, don't, don't panic. <laughs> Everybody take a deep breath in and out. Don't mind me. <laughs> Have some dark chocolate. <laughs> You're using your headphone bag. Yeah. I'm, I'm hyperventilating. Using as a, yeah. Um, gosh, well, that is quite a kickoff to the year already because last week you also said that Piper wasn't feeling good and hopefully she's <laughs> back on her feet and doing the musical that does shoulders and everything. Okay. So Piper, um, tried out, she was sick and they did, they did let her try out. She got ensemble, which is kind of a background part, Okay, which I was really happy about. I'm like, well, at least she can like hang out with her friends and do the thing. Then she tells me yesterday that she, they're doing the newsies. She's like, yeah, I just learned I'm going to be singing from backstage. Oh, and as someone who's very much an onstage personality, <laughs> like, oh, well, <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's not what we want. <laughs> backstage. <laughs> here's here's the positive thing about that <laughs> is it's kind of awesome because you get to be part of the play, but you don't only have to work at all. <laughs> that's awesome for you, who's a millennial. That is not awesome for someone like me who's no. like, ba -da, ba -da, where is the, <laughs> the microphone? Meanwhile, I'm in the backstage on stage eating ravioli, not working. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> no, I'm proud of her. Like she really, um, she persevered. She that's that. Those are the lessons you want your kids to learn. Like circumstances are not always going to be perfect. And sometimes you just have to work really hard to overcome them. And then sometimes, you know, you get a backstage ensemble. That's fine. It's fine. That's right. And life rolls on. And she has two good friends that are also in ensemble. And to me, like, that seems like a lot of fun. So she'll have a lot of fun. Aww. And that's awesome. And you'll support her with the signed Piper from the audience that says, Go Pipey. Yeah. We, yeah. You Holding do candy and flowers and the whole thing. So, oh, that's fun. I miss the theater. I was in theater in yeah. high school. Did I ever mention that? What is it? What do you think it taught you? <laughs> give me give me your life lessons from the <laughs> um that backstage smells <laughs> everybody's sweaty from five thousand costume changes um it taught me to be quick on your feet 
And it taught me that life lesson that sometimes, like you said, when things don't go your way, you just got to roll with it. The show must go on. Yeah. It also taught me not to pull a suit over yourself because you will get stuck during a costume change and you have to be on stage in 10 seconds. So that also happened. It's awkward. I had this really quick costume change and I was like, I had 30 seconds to 60 seconds to get it done. So I was going from this like old pastor guy in a suit (laughs) to, you know, which is totally, I don't know how I got that play is this. I don't know. It's called old Z's okay. <laughs> old pastor Okay, circled around my life. And then wife passed away. And then my house floated off with balloons and oh, I'm thinking oh, of something yeah. else. Oh yeah. But, um, I, do you remember the best Christmas pageant ever? Yes. Yes. My, literally my favorite oh. play of Is all time. Really? Yes. No I was Reverend Hopkins. Oh, you, oh, that's, you could, it was a perfect role for you. I oh. just, I found that, um, when I was a kid, we watched it in movie form. Oh, and yeah, there right. still is a 1980s era film out there, which is terrible production quality. <laughs> but I made the kids watch it because it was my very, very favorite movie as a kid with the kid like coming with the ham when they're bringing the gifts to Jesus. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, yes, that's right. Oh, the best. <laughs> and that play is the best play ever. It was fun. It really is. Oh, I it, love that. Too bad you couldn't come 16 years ago. Didn't know about it. <laughs> when I was a freshman in high school, but <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. And I got stuck in my suit because I was in such a oh. mess. I couldn't get the buttons off. So I just tried to slide it over myself and I got stuck. Okay. <laughs> and I got so stuck. I popped the button off trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the there's, there's that. So that was. Um, when I was in high school, I wanted to be in the theater program but I played soccer and the soccer season was in the spring and all of the musicals were in the um, fall. And so I couldn't be a part of theater in the fall because I can't sing. Oh. And there's no, re- there's no way I would be caught backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Painting sets. You are front and center, whether they like it or not. <laughs> and so I could never be in the theater because the plays with the speaking parts, those were in the fall the spring when I was playing soccer. I wish I had done theater because I soccer doesn't really serve me at this point in my life, but I could have used some theater training. <laughs> you must've learned something from soccer. I mean, come on to try and make a goal in life. Right. Was that the slogan or <laughs> I was totally, I was preventing goals. <laughs> That's no, right, you, can, you can learn a lot in sports. Um, hmm. <laughs> Teamwork. Works. The dream work. My, my dad gave me a really great lesson. Actually. Um, I used to not to brag, but I will. Um, I used to get interviewed for the paper a lot. Cause I was, that was kinda, a big, that was a big deal. You I was know. kind of a flashy player, if you will. Okay. <laughs> so I used to get interviewed for the paper and one week, my dad sat me down and he said, Cece, you take all of the credit for yourself when they're interviewing you. Like, ah, there's really great save. And yeah. It, and he goes, next time, try to give all of the credit to the defense in front of you. And literally the next week I was like glowing about the defense. And then the reporter goes, talked about me being so humble. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just from that one time. And then, oh, uh... <laughs> so awesome. Yes. Well, there's that. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am humble. Thank you. <laughs> With, let's talk more about it next week. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And nowadays, do. kids don't even know what the paper is. Probably. No, half the time yeah. Anymore. 
Hi, I'm here with the paper. The what? You know, in Newsies, they were, we had, I had to explain to the kids, the, the, the movie Newsies, like kids used to have to sell the papers. That's what this was about, you know? And they're like, what? You didn't just go online. Do they just like sell iPhones on the plane now? Like, do they update it or something? <laughs> or sure. Here's a used flip sure. phone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Can we do a flashback Friday thing for a second? Speaking yes. of school and stuff. Uh-huh. People want to know. What was high school like <laughs> back, you know, like 80s? Were you 80s, 90s, right? For oh, high yeah. school? Well, it took a long to get ready for school because you had to get your rave hairspray <laughs> and then you had to get your teasing comb brush and you did something called the flower bangs in the 80s, which took <laughs> yeah. quite a bit of effort. Okay. So everybody had a perm, whether like I've naturally curly hair, still got a perm. Thank you, mom. (laughs) I needed the perm. And so my hair was like super, super curly. And then I had the best bangs. You would like put half of your bangs down on your forehead. And then the top half curled back toward the back of your hair. But to get them to stay, you took a comb and (laughs) rave hairspray. This is why the environment is depleting currently because of all the rave hairspray we used in the 90s and the 80s. And then you would take a teaser comb and you would tease back your hair. Oh, it was awesome. And then you would wear pink frosted lipstick. Oh gosh. And three pairs of socks over leggings. <laughs> what? Yep. That was the 80s. And then when it when it morphed into the 90s, the 90s was like Pearl Jam era. Okay. So it was very moody, very grunge, very moody. And I rocked that style like nobody's business. (laughs) So then you would go to the thrift store to Goodwill, and then you would buy a man's sized flannel shirt (laughs) that you would wear over leggings. And like Birkenstocks got really big in the nineties. Oh, and those are back now too. So you would wear wool socks, Birkenstocks, leggings, old men's flannels that were stinking <laughs> disgusting that you got from the thrift store and ah. very, and you would like wear very moody makeup, like, like dark uh, brown lipstick. And you were very sad all the time and emotive. Wow. Moody, which fit me very, very well. <laughs> <laughs> After your humility interview, right? <laughs> yes. Now what I preferred about sports in the nineties is you didn't have all of this club um, sports craziness. Yes. Like my kids are 10 and, and 12 and they're in club sports. So they're, they're playing at like these higher levels and then they travel around and it's not like it. It used to just be, you played your school sport. And then like, I would get in a car with my friends and we would drive to Byron center and we would play indoor soccer in the off season for like two weeks or three weeks. <laughs> Like you didn't have to, you didn't sign for college when you're 11 and a half. You didn't come in. Honestly, nowadays it's true. I know. And I think it's causing a lot of burnout. I'm burned out by it, but I think it's causing a lot of burnout. Like kids get kind of like sick of it. You know, when you, when you just specialize so young. Yes. Well, my little brother, Joe, who plays soccer, he's going into junior year this year and he was going to play club soccer and soccer at his high school he's just in club soccer at this point he was going to be practicing or have a game or something six days a week and i'm like that is insane that's nuts even professionals i think get a little more of a break than this high schooler is yeah it's normal insane it's It's crazy that's why i adopted my sports schedule when i was in high school 
Which was what? Nada. <laughs> I was at the concession stand, baby, feeling relaxed. <laughs> now, sports can be healthy. It's not that I'm against all sports, but I just think we've kind of, the other thing I don't really like at all is um, there was a tournament this weekend and I had to miss church to go to soccer. And I, I didn't um, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, like this is just like really kind of overtaking, you know, like super important, you know, spiritual development things too. youth a, group. Amen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As a youth leader, we have kids that would come every week, but literally because they've traveled soccer, they can't come for at least about six months of the yep. nine month youth group year. Yep. And it's so frustrating. I mean, that's yeah. great. They want to play sports, but yeah, you yeah. can't plan anything anymore without there being a sports no. thing or a school thing. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I was homeschooled, so I had a lot more flexibility, but <laughs> it was insane and yes. it still is. So I agree. Now, sometimes I think we think about the good old days, right? Sometimes I think we elevate that. And I don't think we acknowledge that there was a lot of stuff that was happening then too. So that's true. I, like sometimes I'm like, you know, we bemoan the fact and we think like life used to be perfect or whatever, but our, our brains are funny things. And we tend to just remember the positives and then we, we don't really remember all of it with clarity. So I just want to acknowledge, it's not like life is all bad right now, but it, it is different. Our kids are dealing with a completely different level of anxiety um, mm. in this day and age because of COVID. And um, a friend actually gave me some really good advice. She's like, you just can, you need to work on your compassion a little bit. And you, mm. you need to work on understanding like things are harder for them in a different way than they were for us. That's so true. And it seems like for kids nowadays, especially teens, is the difference is, is they are constantly inundated, whether it's with a constant schedule, constant social media, yeah. constant everything. Yeah. There's, there's no breather. I was on Facebook the other day and it was all political, political, political. Yeah. That's as political as I'm going to get. Yeah. But it was exhausting after. I'm like, yeah. I just don't feel yeah. super great after yeah. being on this because it's just yeah. it's just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. So it's a hit too. Like I know TikTok. I, I really like the app TikTok. I get a lot of my show prep, a lot of the things I talk about on my radio show from there. Yeah. I even follow this lady. She gives a 60 second update, like that's unbiased on the news. And I, she's amazing. She's fantastic. But you get that and you get some good stuff. And then it's just hit, 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 hit. And you, you know, your brain, you know, is conditioned to keep seeking it. It's like a drug. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I deal with that at 46, what are, what are my kids whose brains aren't even fully developed going through? You know? Right. Right. And they can't even remember a time where there wasn't this no. in their lives. They think no. this is it. I mean, this yeah. is how it's always been. And it's only been the past yeah. 10 years, maybe. Now, I, conversely, you know, I was able to FaceTime with my daughter and talk to her while she's on her college campus. And I think like that technology is great. Like I can see my kid. I don't have to be right there. You know, so in some ways, when I went to college, I think I talked to my mom on the phone two times. Right. Back then you had a phone card and you know you're watching your minutes tick by and you got to go save the money for papa john's pizza later or whatever <laughs> right like there are some in my i think about this too my job 50 percent of it is online like the reason i can yeah which which theoretically could make me a better mother because i'm working from home mm -hmm. theoretically mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not a half day <laughs> and like technology you know has that it provides that so there's there's good and bad totally i think it comes down to balance um because I, I actually have some friends that were feeling and they don't even have any kids of their own but they were just feeling so burned out from so much technology and they felt, felt like they were hooked to their phones and social media yeah. they actually got these things called light phones yes which yeah. you've heard of these yes yes okay i thought and about it too 
honestly, I think it's going to catch on the next couple of years because the people who have them, like it takes a little bit to get used to it. But all you can do is um, you can obviously call the you can do texting and group text. I think you can check a couple of things like a calendar or something, but you can't really get online. You can download some like podcasts or music, but it's through your email to your phone. So you can actually get online and it's it's actually helped a lot. They said it's great to have more of a balance in their life because they actually have to go on the computer now. Yes. to get on social media or something. So it's just given a little more balance, which just kind of overall is giving yeah. more flow to their life. And yeah. it's interesting how even a change like that can make such a big difference. I'm wondering though, I, cause I did think about that myself. What I need is the GPS. So <laughs> apparently on that it's in the works. So okay. they're developing it. You let me know when that phone comes out with a really good GPS and I am down for that. And you're all about sure. it. That's, yeah. that's all right. Done. done. It looks like a small game boy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Well, I mean, everybody has a smartphone, so it's not like you look cool if you have one. Right. I think it looks cooler if you don't. That's right. That's right. Being the minority, you yeah, know, man. Yeah, stick it to the man <laughs> with my GPS. <laughs> well, when I hear an update, I'll let you know, because okay. I have Zoom who texts me like phone will text me. We're all great. I am. Um, I, I have noticed though, like in my smartphone, the lady who gives me directions is speaking in the language in which I understand. Cause now she'll say, go beyond this light for 50 feet and then take a right. You know how it used to be like, turn South. I don't know where South is. That's why I'm relying on you for directions. Okay. <laughs> or, or sometimes it'll be like, you know, in 500 feet, take a right. Well, I, I, I can't calculate 500 feet in my head. Is it now? Is it in two minutes down the road? And now she's like, go through the light. Oh, I, I can understand. I, I get it. Speaking of go through the light. Oh, I no. Went, oh, gosh. I went to Costco yesterday. Love that place. Um, Totally forgot my membership card. Oh, no. Costco is a 20 minute drive from my house. So oh. it, it, you just have to know like, and, and it was Monday. And so like there were not even any parking spots at Costco. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the parking lot and I'm like, this really stinks. I drive all the way back home to Meyer, and I get in the drive through to get lunch before I go shopping because I was hangry. <laughs> Don't have a debit card. Because oh, I'm giving it to Mallory the day before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I go yeah. home and I ate tater tots for lunch and I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That is the worst labor day ever. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tater tots? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's the word. You should have just borrowed Zane's like child debit card and been like, hey, buddy. <laughs> You want a lunchable? $13 would have gotten me real far. That's the worst. You know what would have made that a lot better? Is if a Costco- brain that remembered <laughs> to bring things. I'm like losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And maybe a burger to go with those tater tots. But if Costco would have allowed you to do a lock-in night there, because oh, that is literally a dream of mine. <laughs> it's a dream. Have we talked about this yet? Not on the podcast. We talked about it once on our show a few years ago. Okay. But not um, on here, yeah, but this is yeah, a legit yeah, yeah. dream. You want to do a lock-in at Costco because everything is right at your fingertips, right? That's awesome. Yes, exactly. Anything you're hankering for, you can go eat in the aisles to the side with the big warehouse shelves. If you want to take a nappy nap, you got the queen size oh, yeah. bed or the yep. sectional for sale. You need some clothes. You can pull on some, you know, overstock Under Armour wear. <laughs> got cake. 
I was going to say, had you had a rough day, you could have stayed there and eat a whole sheet cake or something and been like, now I feel better. Yep. You can do your laundry because they've got washer and dryers for sale. <laughs> That's right. I could even pass away there because they have caskets. <laughs> so, I mean, literally from birth to end of birth to, to end of end of life that's now it. um i think that is a fantastic idea i would i would totally be totally be down for that for sure do you remember the time we actually got a call from a lady because we talked about this and she gave us a behind the scenes tour yes. of costco yes. and i was taking pictures like a tourist all excited like oh my gosh is costco adam mine? and i used to get each other we, we we used to get the the funniest invitations to do things <laughs> We got an invitation one time to go to a luge track. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, that's it was right. like bad weather and we couldn't make it happen. Those were the good old days. Oh, the good times. Yeah. We were hooked to our phones. We were flying down mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. Was there anything that surprised you about our Costco tour? I'm trying to remember. There was something in the back they had that I was like, oh, that's wild. Oh, okay. We can talk about this because it was, you know, it's a podcast. Um, that you can actually buy alcohol without needing a membership. They had a second, they had a separate section. Oh, and I was so ticked off that you could get pizza by just walking on the other side. I thought you needed a membership to enjoy the concessions. I wasted 10 years of my life thinking I needed a stinking card and I didn't. <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm <laughs> not even lying. <laughs> I can't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> If you want more of the Mom Millennial podcast, well, then subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes every Friday without having to do the work, and that's totally our jam.